Hello, my dear ones. I hope this video finds you well, or at least working on yourselves. This is the 12th, so 3 o'clock this afternoon, we're going to have a, uh, a Q&A answer-thon. See how many I can uh, help uh, get your answers for you. Um, but uh, we'll have some fun doing that. I want to thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your love, guys. All your gifts. Thank you so much. And Marco. Marco, Gabby. The Lotus Mun. Love you guys. Crazy. Things are going crazy. Uh, last video, I talked about I had gotten some uh, uh, letters in here about uh, uh, one of our guys, uh, we'll call him Jean, good guy, I get it, uh, been doing the uh, raw foods and fruits for a long, long time, um, he, had, uh, he had started experimenting, I think, with uh, raw milk, raw meat, things like that, and he put it on his personal Facebook, and someone picked that up, of course. Well, one thing that one has to realize is that there is no um, privacy anymore, it seems like. So whenever you put something up on a public platform like Facebook, even though you think it's your own personal Facebook, it is a public platform, and uh, you, you didn't open that door for people. Uh, John, I'm going to look at his problems and help him here with the problem, because there's, I don't know what John's eyes look like. He's been with us a long time. And none of these are really meant to be negative, but at the same time, you have to realize trying to get yourself well, trying to get yourself healthy after how many generations of genetic weaknesses, uh, the type of foods man's eating, and we'll discuss this in a minute about the nano levels, but uh, the things they've done to our foods. You know, a lot of this stuff, This I, I didn't even realize this until this article on Epoch News. That's E-P-O-C-H. That's a new newspaper, but they're always, they're a truth newspaper. And that's what we all need, just the truth. Just the truth, just the facts, man, just the facts. Right? So it seems like that a lot of our, like, calcium, uh, I think it was calcium carbonate, tricalcium phosphate, uh, titanium uh, uh, dioxide, I mean, you, you name it. Even minerals are sliced in these nano levels. The nano levels are about a billionth of a meter. So, obviously, extremely small size of atoms. The problem with these is that they go through the cell wall pretty easy, especially with uh, what they call a lipid coating on it. And some of these uh, places have been using this uh, lipid coating. We'll talk about that later on in the video. So, John's having a hard time. You know, when you're looking at a lifetime of fruit, that's rough. And I look at Hilda as an example. Every so often, she'd get into these deep healing crises. One time, it was at class. A few guys had been there, and I had to take her over to the hospital. 
and they couldn't find anything. And this is this is some of the problems with healing crisis. You go to the ER to stabilize person, and they can't find anything wrong with them. And yet they're very much into a symptomology, into detoxification. And this is some of the ghost parts of detoxification. The energies that have to be detoxed out of you that are non-physical. A lot of these things like this are going through you and working themselves out. Not everything detoxing is physical. And you know that a lot. Most of you know that already because when you hit the astral emotional detox, uh, you know, it rips you apart. If you care, you pay. You know, and the whole point was to end up like Buddha. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> you know, detachment. Mm-hmm. And detachment means I love you, but I don't care. Because if I care, I'm bound to you. I'm locked. And if you don't have the same thing coming back at me, then the relationship's pretty fuzzy like that. That's oh, okay. You got a pin over there too. I think your pin's over there on the chair. So, uh, and especially when you get into these, well, there's two aspects, always to detox, right? Two aspects, basically. You've got the cell to think about. That's the consciousness of that living little being, right? The cell. That cell carries the awareness of everything you, right? Physically. So, and you've got, what, 100 trillion of them? So, you've got the condition of the cell. So those cells are divided up into structure, right? Divided up into uh, uh, systems. You've got your uh, integratory system, you've got your skin, you've got your liver, you've got your blood system, your circulatory system, you've got your lymphatic system, your immune uh, sewer system. You've got all these different systems. Primarily based upon cells, but impacted by fluids. So a cell is just a cell sitting there. I got to get something to them. Someone asked me about ATP, and I'd already actually recorded this, but somehow it got messed up. So I'm re-recording this one. So and I remember uh, there was a question here about ATP, adenosine triphosphate. Where do we get it? Can we uh, build it up? And that whole point, even to that end, everything, obviously in this world, deals with chemistry. And chemistry is set up in pHs, potential of hydrogens. Simply means that you know, the pH of is determined by the level of hydrogen in something. Hydrogen is a universal atom, obviously, sitting on first spot, and it is acidic. So that sort of thing, the more hydrogen something has in it, the more acidic it is. You look at water, two atoms of hydrogen, H2O, and one of oxygen, right? So that's why they call it the, the universal solvent. To most chemists, water is neutral. Well, not with two atoms, although oxygen is a little more active possibly than hydrogen, of course, but at the same time, to be a uni- to be a universal solvent, you have to be a little slightly on the acidic side uh, to be able to, to call yourself that. Right? So, going back to John's case, He's having gut problems. Well, the gut tissue in every human on this planet is probably in the worst condition ever recorded on this planet. You've got prolapsing, ballooning, you've got uh, spasticity, uh, you've got everything you can imagine. Uh, 
I knew a surgeon back in 1972 and we were talking about colons and he said I've only seen one healthy colon this is 1972 I've only seen one healthy colon and that was in a four-year-old dissection at Harvard he told me I'm going wow because the natural health people have always been fixated on the gut tissue we're fixated on the kidney tissue because the kidneys will actually that and the food going down is what beats you up what you don't eliminate and then the type of foods you're burning in your burner those are the two things that make you what you are physically whether you feel good whether you feel bloaty whether you feel full of inflammation and pain that sort of thing but your gut everything's made of cells each cell is a genetic cell get your memory from the parents I mean that's just how life works you're not I don't where medical doctors think everybody baby's born with a fresh new Mr. Olympia body no everybody runs on the genetic chain the karmetic genetic chain and therefore uh, the younger you are the worse you are and that's some of the problems the younger people are so weak genetically in their kidneys uh, in their lymphatic system so backed up from mom and all the people eating all this yogurts and milks and uh, all the dairy products the cheeses and everything else that are consumed that clog your lymph system so so this this gentleman, and that's where you notice where the malabsorption I mean the bowel ring is something that sticks out almost in every iris the GI tract it's very rare I see an iris where you can't determine the gut you can't see where the colon and, and gut tissue is from the rest of the tissues because it's so perfect I, I've never I, I don't believe I've ever seen that I've seen some close ones but not very many that's the most outstanding part and in a blue eye the first part that turns brown is always the gut tissue like you either have orange or brown orange is softer and brown so there's an affiliation a lot of chemistry goes to that gut tissue so Jean could be suffering from trying to get this lymphatic system hydrated enough to get him absorption so look at the body as a food processor what's the first process digestion pancreatic pancreatic duct but what is the pancreas and what is the pancreatic duct made of cells so where does the enzymes like trimacetin and uh, amylase and titan where they come from cells so the cell the condition of the cell is everything to the functionality and the ability to digest absorb utilize and eliminate so cells are involved in every function there is right but the requirement of ATP adenosine triphosphate but remember you got adenosine diphosphate and monophosphates you've got different phosphates you got different levels of energy everything has an energy component to it that gives off in its movement through the body you start to see the opposite when you sit in the byproducts now you're getting more of the cationic type of materials the coagulation type of materials and things start then bonding and that's when you start running into trouble if you're not eliminating so with John and a lot of people it is tough to get into that gut and get the pancreas moving and working that's the value of the iridology though and there's no other science on this plant that can give you a look a whole look at the body and go oh look pancreas oh look I lit my gallbladder I better fix that oh my bad my cold look at that uh, you know it gives you an insight to what's wrong with your body genetically and fluid wise it shows us when the blood is being uh, uh, 
blocked and it shows us definitely in the lymphatic system. Matter of fact, the eye is so key for the lymphatic look, it's not even funny. So going just all, all on fruit might not always be the answer because you can get into some deep levels of detoxification, like I say with Hildley, that none of us can help because they're so deep when none of us has been into those deep levels. And poor Hildley, she said she was a pharmaceutical nut. She loved uh, uh, Botox. Uh, she loved a lot of the pharmaceuticals and she had to have the newest drug on the market. Well, when you're detoxing in these deep levels of stagnation of that, and her limb system was really stagnant when I first met her. You know, you're talking about having a systemic, heavy systemic inflammation. You know, rheumatoid arthritis is, you know, when you have pain everywhere, there's nothing fun about life, you know. And you're trying to find the answers everywhere. Steroids, aspirins, something to kill the damn pain. No one's telling you that you just have to get on the other side of chemistry and start hydrating and moving a system that has become agglomerated in you. And that system is your sewer system and it's blowing back and hurting you. And when you can't get it moving, it's going to form a tumor or a cyst or a boil or a pimple or a rash or a eczema or psoriasis. Can I keep on going? Just pull out a medical dictionary and read all the diseases. And you'll find what acidosis does to you. And in and, and, and location, every cell has its own unique individuality. So whatever you do to that cell, that affects that uniqueness of that individual cell. And as you slowly begin to bring down the energy and the consciousness of your cells, that's when they start morphodizing and changing their ability to function. Whether it's ability to produce uh, insulin, ability to produce uh, uh, estrogen or testosterone, it doesn't matter what the job is. The ability of that cell to perform that job is genetic. And the, the, thing, the two things that affect the functionability of a cell is going to be blood, obviously, right? But what's the other most important one? Sewer system. Interstitial fluid, the fluid around every cell is predominantly lymph. So if you see predominantly lymph fluid, don't you think that's an important fluid to look at? So here's a medical science that supposedly knows everything about everything and doesn't know anything about anything. Sorry, you don't kill people to get them well or hurt them for the sake of diseases. And so the lie keeps going, keeps on going. So with John, I think the important thing there is get some herbs, some teas maybe, you know, where you can continue to drink on teas. Uh, you know, work on the gut tissue, the kidneys, get yourself built. I'm sure you already, John has been with us a long time. He already knows some of these things. But, uh, and I'm sure when you get frustrated, you're, you want to reach out and try other things. The trouble is there's a lot of lies about raw milk, raw meat, and it makes them feel real good. Some guys out there tell them how good it makes them feel and all this. problem with all that is look at the chemistry of it. If I didn't know the chemistry of anything like that, and I didn't know anything about that, I'd go, well, well I'll try it. But when you know the chemistry, you don't, don't do it. Stimulation of the human body is predominantly what people do. I have friends that just live on Red Bull. <laughs> Car salesmen and things like this, they just live on Red Bull. I'm going, I'll see you guys someday down at my place when you all crash. You know, because you can't keep stimulating the human body and think you're going to love that energy because you will crash and burn. And we were talking about that this morning and some things. What comes up comes down. <clears throat> that sort of thing. So, now let's talk about um, these nano-level uh, uh, ingredients in foods. I was reading an article in the Epoch and it was uh, talking really about 
uh, all these nano levels uh, chemistry in the vaccines that the vaccines are, have used this nanotechnology because it gets to the cell and in the cell quicker. That right there, those people should have been arrested right there. When you, when you play mad scientist and you're messing with the human species, the sad thing is, look at the food you're eating. The food you're eating has real iron that you can pull out with, with, with a magnet. You have very inorganic, unusable by the human body, but they claim it's iron, so it's iron, right? So then uh, you've got nanos, and like I said, calcium carbonate, uh, tricalcium uh, phosphate. These are all sliced at nano levels, and what it, thousands, over two thousand food sources have these nano ingredients in them, and some are mineral uh, salts and things like this, stripped down to one billionth of a meter. Now this is to make the food look brighter, more colorful, taste better, according to them. That nano uh, levels of these ingredients makes everything go up. The pro I get that energetically when the release of, say, nanoparticles is opposed to a bigger particle. But at the same time, you're, you're, you're driving this stuff into people's cells because in the vaccines they have mentioned that they have this new lipid coating that will, will, will send it directly into a cell. These people are nutso. You, 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 these people need to be handled, held accountable for this. You can't just sit there in the middle of white and laugh because they're going to eliminate you too one day. You know, I was talking on that last video about um, this big, it's a big one world order mansion they've been building in Arkansas. Sits on a mountaintop and under the mountain is a city. Jesse Ventura did a story on it and actually went in it. So I was, we were talking about that and I was talking about, you know why our borders are open and you know why that the, those coming across are unvaccinated. Because those will be the workers for the world order. Everyone else they're going to get rid of through the vaccines, no question, if you look at what's in them. So then those that are coming across, you know, you're a lot of poverty. But you will be involved in working for the world order now. Just watch. You know, it, 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 they, these guys are unreal. So, John, love you, man. Just, you got to be careful what you put out there. And some people that are in the raw, I take some of that stuff very sensitive, especially if you're one of us and been one of us for a long time. People do kind of get into that. But uh, when people write in, I, I'm going to respond to it. Uh, sometimes, um, you know, that they might be wrong too. So um, I get trying to experiment with something to get yourself up. But for anybody out there, uh, you're not looking to me for raw milk, raw, raw meat, anything like that whatsoever. But if you're going to eat it, then raw would be the way. Absolutely. If you're going to eat it, then you eat it raw. Meat too. You know, I hate to say it, but you know, anytime you cook, you lose your water soluble, so that's your B vitamins and your flavonoids and that's your C complexes and rutin and all that. So whenever you, and of course you're going to bond anything that's oil and, and you're going to bond a lot of the chemistry, so it be, minerals particularly, you start bonding this, then it's unusable by the human body. That's why they used to say drinking pasteurized milk actually takes calcium out of you as opposed to putting it back in. Anything that's acidic, either from pasteurizing or, or whatever, when it wasn't before, anything that's acidic will leach calcium, tend to. Either that or promote um, uh, cholesterol or, or uh, a, a, let's say, a lymphatic response, which is going to be an immune response, which we call uh, inflammation.
So, John, try and find your way there and get yourself, uh, uh, get that gut thing fixed up because there's no easy answers. When you get into some of these deep levels, guys, there's just no easy answer. You play with it, you move back to vegetables maybe, green drinks, you move back and forth, try to find a balance. The problem with getting way up on the fruit level is, one, you get, going back to eating salads, it's just hard to chew salads. We don't have grinders like herbivores, so we, we don't grind well. And so salads need to be ground with the lettuces and stuff like that. So I generally have a salad of carrots and cucumbers and things like that as opposed to the lettuces. Just because it's just grind, you might have to chew that one 50 times a piece. That's why we have the juice extractors, of course. We can extract that cellulose and then we got the, the, the goodies there. So, so you play with all this. You, you try to play and uh, find your way through because at a certain point, you just learn when to hold them and when to fold them. You learn to try this nah, and be aware how it feels on you. But some of the foods, all these foods is what caused the problems. More cooked though. Right. And we got, uh, we've got a busy afternoon at 3 o'clock. Dear Dr. Morris, thank you for the wisdom. Oh, thanks so much. All right, my question is regarding toddlers and how to safely detox them. See here again, the problem with detoxing children, toddlers and all this, isn't that they're going to have the problems. Yeah, they can have the symptoms. It's the medical people. They think they're gods and they don't know crap about health. Matter of fact, if you get pneumonia or something like that, you want to come to a naturopath that knows it, but you don't want to go to the hospital. <laughs> you know, a lot of pneumonia people don't come out, you know. But throwing the medical bull crap to the side, when you're a toddler, you need to learn the joys of fruit. I've got a video that this mama sent me, and the baby's only four months old eating on some fruit. And it's like, I mean, I almost cried it was so beautiful. That's our problem. We need to realize that fruit is one of the most powerful foods on the planet, particularly for our species, and almost every other species loves fruit at some level or another, right? And berries. You're talking berries that mega nutrition, fruit mega nutrition. All this is nutrition for us. We're, we think more earthly and animal and, 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 you know, that sort of thing. More acid. No. Food has to be alkaline and high and energetic and nutritious. Everything that's grunt and stimulates are grains, mostly acidic, King Juan Miller, you could argue, still high uh, polys and dyes, saccharides, sugars, right? Then you've got your beans. Well, both of those have enzyme inhibitors, high enzyme inhibitors, so they don't sprout. And of course, that means high phytic acids. So there you go, two, two sources that, that are not healthy whatsoever, unless you germinate them and eat the plant. Then you've got dead animals. Eat them raw, okay, but you still have dead animals. What is structure? Is that all the nutrition in a structure? If I cut a piece of meat, will I find all the nutrition I need? No. Your, your tissue is a byproduct of nutrition. So 
and, and amino acids and things like that. So when you're eating a piece of meat, you might get a little of what's in the urine, I mean, what's in the uh, lymph and what's in the blood, you get a little of that stuff. And then whatever's in the tissues, you get all the amino acids, the, the necrotic stuff coming and all that. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's just... So, and then you get into the milks. You, you're really into the most mucus-forming foods literally on the planet. If I look at a piece of cheese, I can get mucus. I mean, this is the most constipating food on the planet, the most mucus-forming food on the planet. And I've said this many times, if you're sitting here with a tumor, drink a glass of milk and watch your tumor grow. I mean, it's just that bad. So you got to learn how to get away from those kind of foods. And these are, especially the cheeses, are fungal foods. If you got a craving for cheeses, you know you got to start getting a hold of the fungus in you. So get Parasite M and shug it down about a drop or two or full. One or two dropper fulls four times a day would be good. You know, and get a hold of the fungus because when you have high fungus, it's hard to control your, your diet because you're always craving things that are not fruit, not the good stuff, you know. And try dates and figs. There's all kinds of mix it up and match and have fun with life. If you feel like a salad one day, have a salad one day. Don't get so strict you choke yourself. You know, be fluid, but ground yourself. Stay grounded. More important than anything else. I left raw uh, fruititarianism to ground, or I would not be here. They're just too energetic for some of us. I'm already high energy and out of body travel, and to take that and give, give me more energy? I don't think so. Uh, uh, nah, you just can't, I can't see the world here. Uh, so with the toddlers, I'm moving them into fruit. And the problem is we want high quality fruit. Organic doesn't always mean high quality, unfortunately. Sad. And it doesn't mean it tastes better either. Sad. You know, true organic is popping. Uh, you look at an organic banana versus a non-organic banana. Now there, there's so much radiation on the bananas. They're ripe and turning bad while the peel is still green. I mean, it's just bad, bad, bad. My, my kitchen is always loaded with bananas, and it's just, it's, I always have everything, bananas, mangoes, everything on a ripened sequence, or you don't have food, you know? The same thing, bananas are, I'll put it this way, a three doctorate professor from Canada, he holds three doctorates and is over a uni some university in Canada, this has been about 30 years ago invited me to speak down here. He was staying at this resort thing and he invited me to speak. And uh, he, when I met him, I was really excited to meet him because he was into health. Three doctorate, all on nutrition. Now, if you're going to argue something, like here's an example. If you're going to argue vaccines and you have to argue in front of Dr. Tenpenny, I'd probably rethink that. You know, so when you're going to argue about nutrition and you're going to argue in front of a three doctorate professor who is a raw foodist and into health, I would rethink that. Where are you going to go with it? You know, and that's subtle is that so many humans out there have this know-it-all attitude. They know it all. You ever run into people like that? They just know everything. For some reason, they just know it all.
<laughs> a lot of people like that. I was talking to one lady, and she was rattling off, as an in-law, rattling off, rattling off about this health and that and that, and you got to do this and that. And she looked at me, and she said, you know, I don't really know what I'm talking about, do you? Do I? And I would look at her, and I said, no, you don't. Not a thing you said was true. <laughs> and it's like, but that's, that's something, that's why you don't want to get into attitudes like this. You know, and the same thing with this John and everything else. We're all one. We're all working together. But I also was told that John was saying bad things about me. So, you know, that's, you know, I don't like to talk about any of you guys. If you're, if you're going to go on raw meat and raw milk or whatever, whoever, then I'm going to tell you that's not a smart idea. Right? And I have the right to tell you that because that's what I do. That I'm, you know, that's between you and whatever. I don't really can't care, but yet I do. You know, the same thing with each and every one. You gotta love, but not love. We're all on our own journeys, and I can't, I can only teach you the truth. Did you see the latest TikTok challenge? I put up a TikTok challenge yesterday called the Dr. Morris Be Here Now TikTok Challenge, right? You know, a lot of those challenges are hurting people. Stupid crap. It's almost like some of these younger people just don't have anything up here for some reason. Vaccinated when they're young and everything. Gave them uh, ADD and ADHD. The, yeah, thank you. Thank you, medical and pharmaceutical companies hurting our kids and, you know, having all this. But this challenge is something none of you can do. And I'll be amazed if you can do it for five minutes. And if you can, I'll be happy to say that I didn't know what I was talking about. So it's Dr. Morris's Be Here Now Challenge. Ram Dass wrote a book years ago called Be Here Now. And it's a cute little book, little blue book. And it's, an, it's helpful when you're trying to stop thinking. So this challenge is for one day, do not think. Stop thinking for one day. Just one day is all I ask, one day, right? When your mind says, oh, look at that. Nope, no, that's a thought. Uh, I got to go eat. No, no. When, you're, when you feel your body hungry, you go eat. You don't think. You don't let your mind tell you what to do. You let your consciousness tell you what to do. Your intuition. You've got one day. And so try not to think. When a thought comes in, hold it back. So you have to play the role of the observer, the watcher. And just watch. The mind, when it watches and sees something, it wants to label it. Oh, look at the pretty pink, and look at the blues, and look at this pretty lotus. No, I'm thinking. That's how the mind experiences things. You experience things by becoming the lotus itself. And now you know who the divine is. Everything experiencing itself. The mind has to, like a computer, you have to plug in past experiences and all kinds of your journey in the past and then the mind can, you know, can rationalize, should I do that? Should I put my hand on that, that, that burner or should I do that? That's all mind. But you are the awareness behind the mind that turns the mind on. Once the mind gets turned on, it wants to control. Now, I want to think, I want to, what am I going to do today? And I'm going to do that. No, you got the be here now challenge. And if you have to, be here now, be here now. Just keep telling yourself, be here now. Every time a thought comes in, be here now, be here now. See if you can do it. All right.
on this toddler though all right he likes sweet potatoes buckwheat pancakes all right kids already full of fungus okay <laughs> he uh which he has with cucumbers and tomatoes huh. okay also in winter in bulgaria the quality and variety of fruit is quite bad i bet you know and it is here too you know trying to fight this we truly only have oranges apples bad bananas uh, frozen berries which we eat daily good frozen berries be good summer is the opposite and we enjoy seasonal fruits for months good uh, you do what you can, you know, find organic frozen fruits and stuff like this. Um, I'd say the buckwheat pancakes, get rid of them. Definitely get rid of the buckwheat pancakes. Highly acidic, highly congesting to the body, uh, acidic forming. Sweet potato, fine, I don't care, get something like that. But make a sweet potato, then the cucumbers and stuff like that, but a lot of fruit. But you do not want to eat the fruit with that meal. You never want to eat fruit with sweet potatoes, buckwheat pancakes, anything like that. You do not want to combine fruit with anything. You know that old saying, eat fruit alone or leave them alone? It's because they, they're so active, they're so energetic, they digest on their own almost, that uh, you, you're breaking them down real quick. Uh, when you sit them on top of a sweet potato that's going to sit there for a while, or buckwheat pancakes, which are probably not going to digest at all, guess what you just set up? Major fermentation, belching, farting, things like that, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. But your food is not being broken apart properly. So now you're just fermenting it and putrefying it if it's meats. So then that there's no nutrition there and all of that ends up being an acidic hit on you. See, and it just everything becomes more of an acidic hit, more of an acidic hit. And all these little acidic hits and the bad food combinations, wrong foods, wrong thinking, emotional distress, all these things added together is your experience. You like it? And if you don't like your experiences, you have the full rights to change them anytime you want. And all you have to do is learn to wake up. And this is the wake up challenge. Dr. Morris's be here now challenge is the wake up challenge. And if you can wake up from your mind and thinking, you found your way home. You found your way home. You'll see. Keep practicing it. I have been high raw vegan for a couple of years before getting pregnant and have done a juice fast for a couple of weeks. Cool woman. Which herbs are okay for toddlers in order to detox them? Well, definitely you want to think about the endocrine gland and the kidneys. I'll be honest with you because when you're talking about kids today, you want to make sure those kids are filtering. I'm, I'm dead serious with that. So endocrine gland, I'd say the gland tonic, excellent for children. Uh, kidneys, I would say uh, to do the lymphatics, either lymphatic one or you would want to do... Um, three lung tea. With those, you just want to do a drop or two with a toddler. Just a drop. Not dropper. Drop. That's all you need. That's all you need. Kidneys, things like that. More attention to that sort of thing. But in reality, with toddlers uh, and a raw food diet, they're in such a genetic... Uh, uh, I, I mean, they, they can turn their genetic weaknesses around so much quicker than an adult. It's amazing how fast children can get their health together. The one thing for sure that you're going to see in most toddlers and most children when you start them on raw food is what? The one thing that's scaring the whole friggin' planet, the one thing is the most stupidest thing on this planet to be scared of, and the one thing that every single soul on this planet is going to go through. Everyone at one time in your life is going to go through this one scenario 
and it is a common scenario with detoxification. And what do we call it? A cold and flu-like symptom, whether it's a viral, it doesn't matter. It does not matter the tripping agent, whether it's cold air, which is alkaline, whether it's fruit, which is alkaline. Alkaline trips a high cationic body into detoxification. So hydration, same thing, trips the body into elimination. Well, what's the symptoms of uh, your immune response called inflammation? Don't think inflammation's a problem, it's your immune response. And to it. An immune response has to get your blood moving better. It has to get the lymph moving. So everything you start to see fevers. So that's the one thing you're going to see fevers. Whoever taught a medical doctor that a fever was a bad thing. If you're a medical doctor and you think a fever is bad for you, turn in your medical license and go get a job out in the gardens. Because you're not good as a doc. These docs down here in these hospitals, these, especially when it was St. Joseph's, you know, because you're a not-for-profit, so a lot of the moms with the babies come in with a 100-degree temperature, they're feeding them acidic milk or, or formulas, and so of course they're going to get their fevers and their, their lymph systems are going to get backed up, and of course the body's going to sneeze, cough, diarrhea, anything it can to get rid of this crap, right? And medical doctors see that as all bad, really? Somebody needs to go to school and learn about healing, you know, because you're going to get a fever. My children used to run 105. I've had a, a one child that used to break kids uh, or uh, animals' legs, uh, just mean. But he was a biker's son, and the biker was mean, was uh, shotgun to the to the wife's head, that kind of mean. Uh, I got a hold of that biker guy, detoxed him, got him into out-of-body traveling, and that biker totally, he was the head of the outlaws of Ohio at one time, but totally turned him around into a love guy, you know. But his son, we did the same thing to it. Two years old, total fruit, he's throwing up black putrid matter and oozing it out of his butt. Had him under the shade because he was, you know, he hit 105 and he just didn't want to break it. We cooled him down to 103. But let me tell you, when he was done with his detox, that little boy would go into the refrigerator, get a fruit or something healthy for him and eat it. He, he was college courses at, when he was in high school to the point that his teachers didn't like him very much because he was so smart. He was so awake that they would say something and he would see the whole thing and go, well, that's not, that's not how, and, and, I mean, this guy was so intelligent. That's from that detox. It opens the channels. It opens you up. It quiets the mind. It gets those emotions under control, those adrenal glands. So this is pretty cool to see these kids come from, you know, mean and angry little children into love fest, you know. So it, this is what happens to children. They quiet. The mind quiets down. You want your mind to chatter? Eat meat. Eat all this crap and acid foods. Your mind will chatter along with your emotions. If you want a cool, calm, and collected meditative life where you're awake and aware, then get rid of dead animals, start eating fruits predominantly, have some berries, have some melons, and have a salad. And watch the peace come in as all that agitation from all these acids and these phosphorus elements and the nitrogen elements starts slowing down with the dominance of carbon and the dominance of all your electrolytes, the body will go into a much more peaceful situation. You always tell me it, it does it to everybody I know. It's great for meditation.
good fruit diet's great for meditation, great for enhancing your consciousness for sure. So I think I'm going to end this with this because I've got an all afternoon with you guys here coming up. So I think I'll end this and take off with your son there. Just remember you could have some high fevers and if they do, you know, yeah, you can use some parasite and G's a little strong, but two years young, I don't know. I wouldn't use much of the parasite G, liquids only. And then just a drop or two. That's for worms if you consider uh, worried about the child having some worms. A parasite M will kill worms too, and I think you'd be safe with that one with the toddler and going after the fungus within the toddler as well. But you know, elimination. What the body doesn't want, it'll eliminate. It'll eliminate through sneezing, coughing, throwing up, diarrhea, urine stool. This is all sweating. This is all forms of elimination. And you got to understand what these uh, forms of elimination entail, like urine. A lot of people, they were talking about urine therapy recirculating around. Stupid stuff. And this lady, this video you guys sent me, this lady, no offense, but where does she come from? I mean, my God, I, I just every time she speaks, I think of instability. But it's crazy. And then uh, pregnant women, it could help you. But then if you take too much, it's an instant abortive. Why are you drinking urine again now? I mean, there is no good chemical answer, and there's no good common sense answer. There's no answer at all unless you want to be freaky, or you've tried everything on the planet and nothing's working, and I can't imagine that. Then it's your consciousness is in the way, and that's where this daily challenge will help you. Because if you wake up from your mind and thinking, you got it, baby. You got who and what life is all about. You'll see the difference between the worlds of thought, which is creation and duality, and the world of consciousness, which is the world of God. It's all the worlds of God, but all is within the body of the omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. Love you guys. You probably won't get this up before three, but we'll either talk to you afterwards or whatever, but love you guys. Thanks so much. and. Uh, Head on, John. Love you, man. All right?